Hello and welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamerscape's podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. I'm Vivi. I'm Moroku. <laughs> you sure about that? Well, I was winding up, and then my throat started acting up, and decided not to hock a loogie in people's uh, ears, so you're Mor- welcome to the universe. Moroku? Yes? You're welcome to the universe. Uh, so, Yeah. How's it going, man? I mean, we kind of just talked before the show a little bit, but... Um... Yeah, things are good. Uh, busy. Um, I think the last show that we recorded that uh, didn't end up being posted because technical difficulties um, was before we went to E3. Right. So uh, we went to E3. That's something that we did. Um, not bb because he's a loser and lives in the east coast i live on the east coast that's right yes but uh no we went to e3 we saw some we saw the booths we did the demos um we did some write-ups there's a really cool dev team interview for final fantasy 14 on the website that you guys should check out if you haven't already um yeah but no i got to see a bunch of really cool things and i walked inside the nintendo booth and was blown away and yeah stuff is pretty there are some write-ups go check them out and more to come because i am a slow writer i'm um curious and i bet some of the listeners are as well Mm -hmm. um you tried the playstation vr right i did oh my gosh talk about Um, that for a second i'm I'm very interested because i've I've used the hdc valve which so far Mm -hmm. is my favorite i've also used the oculus rift and the gear vr which is surprisingly good right i've i think i've used maybe one or two other headsets i think it was the oculus i don't remember it was at a friend's house probably uh, because they had just gotten it but um no so the first thing i noticed with the playstation vr was that it was super comfortable uh which sounds odd but like that was the main thing that i noticed it was comfortable it didn't really feel like i was wearing a headset because it just fits so well um and the demo that I played, it was this painting demo, and like you listen to uh, David Bowie while you're doing it. And I made like this giant Christmas tree with like spinning stuff. It was kind of, it was really cool because it used the move controllers. Um, no, it, it just, it, it was very cool. So one of the things that I'm really interested in, I, I haven't checked out the the, the PlayStation VR yet, um, but mm-hmm. the frame rate is supposed to be 120 frames a second. I didn't notice that. It seemed it was like butter smooth. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I have heard, though, I'm not necessarily sure, is that like I heard that the uh, the PSVR was only like 1080p, though. That's the one thing. Uh. I, I, yeah, I'm not entirely sure on. It. I have to double check the specs because I don't have them in front of me because it's. Uh, I thought I had read that the screen yeah. was comparable to all of the other ones, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it was something weird, but I had heard. Uh, people saying that i think it was like either the expo people were just disgruntled or something everybody had vr there it's just it's so oversaturated yeah yeah it's funny how how quickly it's becoming a thing Um, yeah the uh uh, the htc valve is is very cool and i imagine the the playstation vr is similar with the the move controllers yeah no it was um like it it sort of felt like 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 there was very little to like no delay with like the 
like reaction time between like what I would do with the controller and how it would appear on the screen. So it was very sort of immersive in that aspect. But the thing is, is that my demo, it was basically inside of like this sort of like dark gray dome. And it's just like, you know, two floating hands and I'm painting and sculpting and right. stuff. But uh, no, it was really cool. That's awesome. I'm uh, I'm excited yeah. for that one. I I might get it if there's a compelling game. I have a couple of issues with like the whole thing in general, but I'm in the middle of writing that article, so I'm going to save it for that. <laughs> Fair so, enough. Yes. Um, um, so let's talk about Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, because that's the thing. Um, so there was had- an update this month. There was an update last month. Um, we did a regular post on that, though. I think because. There wasn't that much stuff included aside from the ambuscade, right? On the on the last so, month's post, yeah. Um, but this month there was a pretty, uh, well, maybe not a big update, but a significant an update of like, significance. It was like free pie level of update. It's like yay, free pie. Is mm-hmm. the best pie? Eh, but <laughs> yeah, you know, free pie. Uh, yeah. So this is ambuscati month. Ambuscati. I like that. Yeah. It's not uh, what it's called. Yeah, have you looked at um any of the pieces yet? No, I haven't. Um There's a couple of solid pieces for Rune Fencer for accuracy and uh damage down. Did you link that or no you didn't link that? No, I didn't because I assume that you had looked at stuff because we do our research here. Typically. Yeah. Um no I haven't I haven't actually looked I haven't even played the update yet. Yeah, it's um pretty interesting. Like uh, the ambuscade this month is um, goblins and birds, and so the goblins uh, there's three goblins that spawn, and so you have to like keep them separated. Otherwise, they do like this because uh, they do all their TP attacks in unison. So it's uh, it makes healing kind of interesting because they have all the moblin attacks, so, like mm-hmm. the uh, the, par- the paralysis sparklers and things. So uh, oh yeah, some of these look pretty good for Rune Fencer. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, the Jeez. both of them are pretty straightforward. Like strategy wise, that body and the head are pretty nice for Rune Fencer. Yeah, that's um, what I was just looking at. The hands were nice too for um, exudiation. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Your great sword skill. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those cool. Are pretty nice. And then there were some actual accessories that were included too that are synthable. I saw that screenshot. Well, I'm kind of jumping around, but I saw a screenshot of like a new great sword weapon. Um, yes, that what brings is, us. What is that? There was a new master's trial that was included. Uh, uh, so that's where you do the uh, exorbitant amount of uh, merit points and you trade to the goblin to get the item to go in. And so this month it's against the Shadow Lord and the three Beastman Kings. And as far as I know, nobody has done it yet. Cool. But uh, eh, not really, because. Um, Last month, it was like Odin and Alexander versus like the Iron Harrier and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that dropped was one singular uh, one handed sword glamour weapon. Really? Yeah. And the great sword, the glowy one, is the same sort of model y glamour stuff. Uh, yeah. Well. So that's there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't necessarily know if they increased the loop pool or not. It'd be nice if they did. They probably didn't if we're being real, but mm-hmm. so uh, I guess we can run down the update list here. Uh, we kind of jumped around already a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. They did some more adjustments to ambuscade, so they made it so you can 
uh, auto transport into the area, which is kind of nice. So you don't have to wait for uh, to like click the goblin or the book again to go in. And it will cool. t- take the whole party in. Uh-huh. No, automatically transport people. So if you Man, are that's so good. Yeah. Um, and then they added a new item called an Abjalus die, so you can add another augment to your already broken capes. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, which is nice. And it's uh, like standard base stats, so like HP through charisma, and then like all of the accuracies, all of the attacks, all of the evasions, that thing. For both pet and masters. And then there were some job adjustments too, I believe. Um, part. Yes, yes, we are. I don't. I don't think I'm following your outline. Hmm. I'm not well, we were, yeah, we were going down the list. I I thought we were going down the uh, the update list. We're going down your list. Uh, no, I was going. To, you said we were going down the update list, which is what I was doing. So I went to the actual update notes and started reading for those. Oh well, we skipped we skipped a couple of things. The event related yes. stuff. Oh, that's right. There is an event. Yeah. So um, we, we can go through this quickly. The, and the screenshot is incredible, by the way. Um, yeah, it's pretty adorable. Uh, so there's a few new quests. Uh, one of which is called Glittering Girls, and it takes place in Ma Gardens. So you speak to Green Thumb Moogle, and um, it looks like it's a continuation of that quest line. And then another one called Sally Forth. Um, which is the continuation of Glittering Girls. And it looks like there are some funny looking... Uh, what is that Moogle wearing? Is that a female Moogle? Yeah, I think it is. It's got like the dress and the Hello Kitty bow. It's like the one from the uh, the Valentine's... Or not the, not Valentine's, Summer Breeze event. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's cool. And then Maw Gardens also had a couple of other updates. So there's new fertilizer and then the... They moved some stuff around with the gill boxes and mining points. Um, and then uh, the goblin in Ryzenjima has had a couple of tweaks. There's an option to end the conversation when uh, checking the status of an ongoing Aeonic weapon has been added. And then uh, the conversation will now automatically end when selecting the option give up. Uh, I don't really know... Was was that a problem for people? Yeah, there was, there was this thing with the Ionic quest where, um, like, the labeling in the actual sort of menu, like, didn't give an option to leave. You had to go through um, a bunch of stuff to get, like, the status of your stuff before you could actually stop talking to the goblin. I think oh, there was okay. an option that said uh, give up or whatever, but people interpreted that as, like, give up on your Ionic weapon quest. So people just ended up sort of going through all the conversation things so that way they didn't yeah. accidentally give up stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, I'm, now, now I think I'm following you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There we go. Cool. I knew I was forgetting something. So Ambuscade got that. Capes talked about that. Talked about the master trial. Done with that. Job adjustments. Here we go. So there we go. Where are the job adjustments? I don't even see the job adjustments. Yeah. It says the following jobs of underground adjustments. Right under oh, the yeah, master yeah, trials. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> this this is a podcast about how to use your internet browser. <laughs> right. Uh, so a, a new job trait, Smite, has been added. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is for Puppet Master? Yeah, it's for two oh, I, jobs. Oh, I went all the way down. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's for, it's for hand-to-hand jobs. 
and uh, not samurai for two-handers. So warrior, dark, and dragoon. Cool. And um, uh, it's a percentage-based thing, apparently, so it's pretty nice. And it looks like, depending on the job, it, you acquire it at different levels, right? Yes. What does Dark Knight have it like, a hundred times? Oh, because there's, like, level one, level two? Yeah, like, to give you an idea, Dark Knight at uh, tier five, uh, it's, like, a 14.7%, like, increase to their attack. Something like that. That's weird. Why does Dark Knight get it? Because Dark Knight has, like, the highest attack out of all the other jobs. But it's, it only grants a bonus to attack when equipped with a hand-to-hand or... Oh, two-handed weapon. Two-handed. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Words are hard to read. Yes, they are. And not for me for once, which is really nice. <laughs> um, okay. Beastmaster. Yeah, uh, it was, like, ready and sick, or was it attacks? It's the recast fight. time for, uh, for fight has been decreased from 10 to 5 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then assault, retreat, and release for summoner. Same adjustment. Yep. And there was a new sort of um, command that, uh, or not command, but um, trait added to the pet command avatar's favor, where um, the more blood packs that you do, the longer avatar favor, avatar's favor has been up. Uh, you actually get a decrease in your uh, blood pack recast um, up to a maximum of ten, which surpasses the cap. Huh. So it's really nice because you can get like I think it's like twenty second blood packs now. That rules. Yeah. Man, I might actually log in tonight and mess around on summoner. Um. Yeah, because I actually have time tonight for once. Yeah. Um. And then let's see. Uh, Puppet Master. Um, they also had deploy and retrieve recast lowered from ten to five seconds. And they also had potency of ranged attacks and weapon skills increased, which is nice. So, Archibalista, Daze, Armor Piercer, Armor Shatterer. So, is Pup just kind of, like, overpowered now? Not really, because their, um, like, their autos are still kind of stupid, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, um, they're very powerful, but they don't, the, you're yeah, talking like about the actual AI, right? Yeah, because, like, uh, a lot of people are using Pups. To tank now because with their automatons like then like um some of the certain attachments like they get massive damage reduction can like uh have really large amounts of hate on them by uh using cure enmity and stuff it's weird um and so that's cool um and then with like regular dd stuff like they can't really melee dd because um if they're melee dding uh like the pups are, or the automatons are super squishy, so they just right. die pretty right. quick. So they're forced to use the ranger stuff. But uh, with the ranger stuff, they usually have to have enough, like high enough attachments to have their attack high enough. But if their attack is high enough, then they can't actually hit stuff. So this is good. So theoretically, they'd be able to equip more ranged accuracy attachments. Theoretically, so this is a pretty decent buff for them. Yeah. Their, ma- their magic still sucks, but... Well, yeah. Is, yeah. That's the main thing that they should be focusing on, because the automatons never got the um, update that the regular players did with like their magic potency and stuff. So right. they just spam tier 5s and things. Yeah. Uh, but yay. Yay, pup date. Pup date. Yeah. That's adorable. I know. Um... So a few other items have been added, uh, and more help text has been added to food, describing what it actually does. 
mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, and this is interesting. They remove the ability to sell certain items to NPCs. I wonder why they would do that. Those are all things that you get from Meeple Burrows. So? <laughs> well, no, but it's um, it's an event that you can go and basically rock the house down with pretty easy. So I'd assume that like you exchange those things and they sell for, I would assume, a decent amount to an NPC? Because they're rare, usually. Oh, you think maybe people are gaming it? I think they were... Maybe. I don't, I haven't done Meebles that much, so I don't know how uh, fast you can get the currency, because I know some of those are like 20000 a piece or whatever to get, so... Yeah, uh, and I can't imagine they would sell for a whole lot to an NPC, like maybe 13000 gil at the most. Mm. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, there are, are new items that you can store with the Portal Moogle uh, using Storage Slip 23, and it looks like it's... Skitty stuff. Yeah. They're the Mega Honda. Um, and then some system-related updates. The uh, So, I, I want you to talk about this one. <sighs> okay. But I saw I saw Mog Wardrobe 3 and 4 have been added, but what's the catch? You have to pay two bucks a month for each of them. On top of the already um, pretty high in 2016 subscription fee. Right. Like... So, how do you feel about this? Like, I mean, for me, it kind of feels like a desperate cash grab. Totally is. Yeah, but it's just it's like, if it was a buck a month, I'd consider it. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's even worth a buck a month to me. Um, in, and it is in sort of a gray area in terms of the pay to win. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I think Final Fantasy XIV has done pretty well so far is with their cash shop. It's all pretty much cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it, some of them are cool, and I actually did admittingly pay the $5 to get the Tataru minion. Um, yes, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, even on this show. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just I mean, embarrassed to know you now, Jesus. I mean, come on, it's Tataru. Yeah, no. She should have died when she dropped that cup oh, forever. Oh, we're not gonna. There have been no permanent not, deaths to any of the Scions in that game. We're not. No, no, no. Tataro's not the one that drank the cup. Tataro's the the one that is like your basically your sidekick throughout. Exactly. All of she should have when she picked up that cup of hot cocoa. She should have died at the end of that game, like two point oh. Oh, just saying. I dislike her so much. <sighs> Anyway, continue. I don't know if I can after that comment. Um, no, yeah. So fourteen, I think, is doing a pretty good job with with the way that their cash shop operates, mm. where it's basically just all cosmetic stuff and glamours. And then I think you can buy the bottle of Fantasia, which, if you don't play fourteen, that lets you change your race um, or gender. And I'm totally cool with that. Like, sure, twenty bucks. You know, they want to charge twenty bucks for a you know, a mount or whatever, great. I'm not going to pay for it, but that shouldn't stop anybody else from doing it, and they make the money, so right. hooray. Um, but this is sort of like, yeah, there's an actual gameplay benefit to having two extra Mog wardrobes. Like, I would say yes and no to an extent. Because well, yeah, that's why, that's why I said it's in the gray area. Because, like, I think, like, if you look at... um most of the gear now a lot of it is multi-job and so for a while when the mog wardrobe was first introduced was like first reintroduced a lot of like the stuff that we were using was all single job 
Yeah. Okay. So, and they had specifically said that the Mog Wardrobe, they wanted it to be used for glamour stuff. Okay, fine. I get that. So what I'm wondering is if you can just pay for the Mog Wardrobe for like once and then put all of like your glamour gear and stuff into like Mog Wardrobe 3, for example, right? And then just not pay for it. Would you still be able to access this gear from there? Like in your equipment macros? Oh, man. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, that's I'm the main not, thing. I'm not going to experiment with that. Yeah, I'm not going to give them like two bucks to try it out. But like, I mean, that I could kind of get. But what I don't get is that like loading times as it is right now are already kind of like terrible in the fact that like just for like inventories and stuff so the only way that i could sort of see them justifying maybe like this uh like the extra two wardrobes would be like that they want people to choose the wardrobes over mules maybe but you uh, like that yeah. might like sort of like, well, why, why would they want that though isn't it more expensive to well, no, they, 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 yeah, they would make more money off the wardrobes theoretically, but it's, yeah, I would assume it's like it's less data for them to store because, like, you figure how many spaces does a mule have? You've got at least, let's see, uh, they've got a mog safe, they've got a mog safe too. Storage, maybe a mog locker, definitely a satchel, a sack, and a case. Not to mention the first two wardrobes. Right. So if they can basically, hey, you should get rid of your mule for whatever reason and just get a wardrobe three instead. It benefits Square because it's more money for them. It's more money. Yeah, I got it. And it's also less stuff they actually have to store, theoretically. Hmm. That's providing if you delete your mule. And it's much more convenient, and then you don't have to visit the Porter Moogle as much, and you don't have... Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just it's not going to make a difference because everybody's inventory is going to goldfish at some point, so... It's going to what? Goldfish? Because goldfish grow to the size of their container. I did not know that. Yeah, so if like you say like your inventory is goldfishing, it's like oh you have like all this extra spot, these extra spots. Like I remember when they got like the mock wardrobe too, where it's like oh I'm never gonna be able to fill this. Literally three days later, everything is at seventy nine out of eighty. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it just it's frustrating that like there are a lot of other features that I think that the game could benefit from that are probably within like the powers of that be powers of that be no just the powers that be and uh we're gonna put that on a t-shirt thanks thanks bro powers um, of that be yeah that's, that's just, also the show title by the way thanks uh no it's just it's frustrating because there could be cooler things that could be done um for not money or even like again even if it was like just a dollar a month yeah like then i could understand it a little more reasonable then, yeah, there's just like. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, because if you're paying, it's two dollars per wardrobe. Is that right? Yes, two dollars per wardrobe. So four dollars a month, that is almost like a Hulu subscription. Well, like even if you want to give it like a little bit more of a realistic thing, it's like it's a quarter of just getting another character. Yeah, and if you had like, let's say you were two bucks, <laughs> are you saying that subscribing to Hulu is unrealistic? Yes. Because Hulu is terrible. Because of ads. Okay. Although there is the ad-free option. But, uh, no, I'm saying, like, if you, like, let's say, like, I, I would say, like, at least a third, if not half the people that play this game, dual box now, right? If, like, they wanted the extra Mog wardrobes on both of their characters, that's an extra eight a month. You, at that point, you might as well just make another character. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. 
So, huh. I don't know. It's Hopefully just, they reduce that. Yeah, it's just it's frustrating. Like, I can understand why they're doing it, but it just seems like it... Like, I'm surprised that it was, like, that high on their priority list. That it's like, oh, hey, we've got to start charging for storage now. Yeah. Because, like, they had said earlier, like, I think it was, like, um, in one of the dev trackers this week, it was, um, oh, we don't want to make it so you can transfer the cat's eye or um, some of the other, uh, the higher items that, like, are basically the, the, the things that eliminate the currency step on some of the relics and things um like oh we don't want to give an advantage to players that can afford more characters like i.e more mules uh over others that potentially can't because you know it's a lottery and we'd want to be reasonably fair for people it's like well look you're giving an advantage to people that could pay for more space by giving them more options for gear so it's like how is that exactly different yeah yeah that's another good point yeah Yeah, because then you can store more yeah, so that's just my little rant on that. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's a little, little controversial. Not, it's not a, a huge shakeup, but it is interesting for sure. Mm. Um, and then these are always the fun part of the notes: um, the resolved issues and the known issues. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything particularly fun. funny. Oh, there are new mounts that we can talk about really quick. Like the sheep? Yeah. And there was a Morboro mount that they added, too. It's no, really? Yeah. It How was, do you get that? It, I don't know yet. It was in the... Uh, oh, man, my game crashed. Hang on a sec. Uh, it was... Yeah, no, nobody knows. But there's a ram mount, a bomb mount, and a Morboro mount that are just around. I think the bomb mount you get from the login campaign. Coming cool. out. Yeah. Uh, and they also uh, gave the ability now to ride mounts in Uligrown Range, Ottawa Chasm, and Uluface Meadows and Mizro Coast. So yes, that's nice because those are large zones. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to assume that those are not the Abyssia versions as well. Yeah, I would assume not. Yeah, because you have teleports there anyway, so it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Uh, and you can also do chocobo digging in those locations. Mm-hmm. Um, with the newly updated chocobo digging feature. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the uh, the currencies from uh, what did you call it? Ambiscotti? You will yeah, Ambiscotti this month at least. <laughs> and next month it'll be Amorganscade. Yeah, there we go. That was terrible even for me. I don't even like I don't, what is that? Morgan Gear. That's the Black Mage set. That's oh, the last one. Oh, I yeah, that was so terrible. I didn't even notice. Thanks. Um, yeah. Wow, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that, that currency has been added to the currencies list. And then obviously, okay. text commands for the new wardrobes has been added. Mm-hmm. And it is... Oh, here's a fun known issue. It is possible to move to locations ordinarily inaccessible in the sanctuary of Zeta and Esha Zeta. What do you think that means? Probably the back end of where Fafnir lets out. So you can just get there? Maybe. That's what I'm assuming. That's that's a weird uh, bug to be suddenly introduced, don't you think? Well, I don't know if that's like the real one or not, but like... You probably like are able to fall through the floor or something. Yeah. So with Fafnir, it's like there's um, a ledge they have to hop down. 
It's just, so. It seems like that would be a weird bug to just suddenly get introduced, because those zones... Well, not, not the Esha version, but the regular one, that zone is ancient. Well, yeah, but again, spaghetti code. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's about it for yeah. the update. There are a couple of dev tracker gems, I believe, right? Yeah, we already talked about the cap for the blood pack reduction, but uh, they had mentioned a couple weeks ago that they are working on introducing the Archangel Trusts. Oh, that's cool. Because those have been the dats for a while now. Oh, really? Yeah. So, we will see. That'll be cool. I like how useful the Trusts have actually become. Like, when they first rolled them out, I was sort of like, eh, that's cool it's nice to have like a little cure tossed my way every now and then but like mm-hmm. meh but now like the way that they have them where they have some that are actually ranged attackers and they have the passive boosts that it's slowly become an actual useful part of the game oh yeah who's your favorite um i like obviously the red mage um but you know one of the ones that is my favorite not my favorite maybe but one of my favorites is um, Lilliset. Ooh. Because, okay. because, especially in like Wildkeeper Reeves and things like that, mm-hmm. um, if people's like MP gets wiped out or whatever and they can't toss a cure or anything like that, yeah, she can still cure everybody around you and it extends to all the people not even in your party because it's, it's one of those situations like blood packs, you know? Oh, wow. So it goes to everyone within the, the radius. Hmm. Um, and so that's really helpful because she'll do stuff like cure and not have to have any MP and stuff like that. And it, it really, in those kind of events, um, can keep keep the party alive. No, no pun intended. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think mine's probably. Um, actually I actually have two because the two of them when you have them together is kind of hilarious. I like Zed two, and then it's um, oh whatever that master caster is that's like a herb or her in disguise. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that guy. Um, so the two of them, they'll alternate. They'll do a stun rotation. Uh huh. Because <laughs> they're like Zedel stun, and then like you know the other dude. It's it just like they they stun lock TP moves and stuff. That's and awesome. Skill with, they skill chain with each other, and like they're not like supposed to in any capacity. They just do. That's really cool. I wonder if they're on like alt timers or something like that. That's like, what I'm. Th- that's what I'm thinking. Because yeah. uh, like he does. He he only does like ground strike and then the other dude does something and like it always makes either light or darkness and it just like so many magic bursts it's hilarious yeah 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 probably those two cool um did you already you already mentioned the avatar's favor yes i did okay uh i think that's is that it i think that's it yeah short show this week yeah oh um actually it's not because we have to mention the thing with the technical difficulties. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you're listening to this and you're wondering what happened to Episode the... Episode 25. Yes. Um, that one should show up in your feed automatically. Um, it's posted and backdated. Because uh, we did record it when it came out, and just for reasons, <laughs> it never got posted. Um, so, yeah. Be on the lookout for that. No, it's you're not going crazy. Um, there will be two episodes coming out at the same time. Um, one is two months old and the episode from last month we just didn't do one because we were both super busy and also the update was pretty minor yeah um compared to the the rest of the ones this year yeah so yeah 
yeah, so that's about it. If you need anything to talk, friendship, or have a request for that special someone, you can email us at petfoodbeta at gamerscape.com. And we will read your request if you email us. We will read it on the show. Okay. I will read it on the show. There we go. <laughs> uh, tweet at us at Gamerscape or at Pet you know, Food Beta. Didn't, didn't, didn't Pet Food Alpha used to have poems written that Steak would read? We did. Those are just not... We just, I guess we just don't affect people like that. We really don't. We really don't. Well, yeah. all right. Well, on that note, um, uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll catch you next month. And uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Later. Bye. There we go. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs>